getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. We're back again. Welcome to week nine of the Sunday Spread. Here to give you the best bets. It's about the midway point of the season. Hopefully you up. If you're not up, we're going to get you up by the end of the season. We're going to get your money up by the end of the season. Sean Bell kicking it with you. Barrett Brooks to my right in the studio. Devin Ganey, a little traffic problem. That's all right. She, she, can, <laughs> she can get it done wherever she is. No problem. And she's getting it done still in the home studio. Home studio looks good, Dev. I, I need to get set my oh, home yeah. studio game up. Professional. My mind and mine looks like a white wall and nothingness. You out here with all the setup. Look, all it, just buy a cheap pair of shelves, set of shelves, pair of shelves, and uh, put sports stuff on them, and you're good to go. That's the secret. <laughs> See, that, that's what I need well, to well, do. It, it's funny, though. She's, uh, she's trying to go down 95. I got caught in a little bit of it, and I got off... And went on, but um, bro, they cut, they shut it down because of what? Somebody had a gun. There was the, a shooting <laughs> on a highway. You know, normal things in Philadelphia. It's got to be more careful. Got it's it's Philly, careful. baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's Philly, baby. It's what we do. It's Dallas week in Philly. Anyway. Yeah, right, you know right. what I mean? Things get a little crazy out here in these streets. But yeah, I need to set it up. My 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 cave where I work and I do video calls also have uh toy cars in the back because oh, now now my kid occupies half that area so i'm like always always trying to get it right absolutely, it never man. looks too professional that that yeah yeah it's, it's, Why not? yeah there's there's always one dinosaur or something over there dev it's it's a problem um let's get to a crazy week first of all it's a crazy week because trades firings uh things changing up teams deciding yo i quit I'm right out. i'm right. out of here first i'm gonna ask you barrett before I even get to the trades, before I even get to the firings. For you as a teammate playing, because I'm referring to the Washington football team. The commander's name sucks, by the way. So always the, right, the, the right, football right. team just sounds better. It sounds way right? better. Right? I prefer calling them Washington football team. It just sounds me too, better. Me too. Right, Dev? It just does. So the Washington football team, have you ever been a part of a team that felt like they quit midseason due to trades, due to whatever's going on? Actually, my last year with the Eagles. <laughs> we went three and thirteen. Oof. Why do you think I was out of there? Ray Rose left and I left. They had me up out of there quick, Oof. quick. But yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's the nature of the beast, man. They, they're going to start over. The biggest thing with them, they can't afford to pay one of those guys, let alone both of them. Both Sweat and Young are out of their price range right now because they got to blow it up. They got to start over. They got to. I mean, it, this is is it's one of the situations where. The house is going to go crumbling down, and and it might be almost a situation where the head coach might have to get fired off. So it's a whole new staff, you know, with the exception of uh, Eric Bieniemy. Man, they might be out of there, bro. It might be a Maybe problem. Eric Bieniemy will be uh, the new head coach of the Commanders. That could be a serious possibility. You know, real mm -hmm. talk, Dev. That's that's that, that's probably what they're doing. Probably and, what they're trying to set up. And with Washington again, they just came close to competing with the Philadelphia Eagles. They wouldn't come close to winning, but they were close. It was either way for three quarters. So as Ron Rivera's thinking, the coaches are thinking, wait, we still have a chance to make a playoffs. But new ownership says, eh, eh get them all out. Right. We're doing this thing over. Montez Sweat goes to the Bears. He's going to get a big-time deal. Chase Young goes to the 49ers. And 
I think Chase Young's injury history is going to put him on a prove-it deal after this year. But what was your reaction from the trade deadline, Dev? Again, Washington giving up. Obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles a couple days before were able to get a trade to bring in a big-time safety from uh, Tennessee. What was your standpoint? What was your views on trade day and what happened because of trade day? I was surprised to see the commanders uh, trading away those defensive assets because like you just mentioned, like they hung in there with the Philadelphia Eagles um, up until the end. That game was way closer than it, it should have been. Like, I don't think the commanders are actually as talented of a team as they seem to play when they play the Philadelphia Eagles because for right. whatever reason, they play it like it's their personal Super Bowl. But still, it, I don't know if, if I was part of the ownership group, if I'd be like, all right, time to sell it all and start rebuilding. But they also kind of have been this like almost team in the NFC East for the last few, if not more seasons. Um, but the 49ers getting Chase Young, you know, it kind of shows a little bit of desperation, but you also have to respect it. Like they're on a three game losing skid and they're like, all right, we got to step it up if we want to compete with some of the best teams in the conference. So let's bring in some help here. Um, I'm not sure your guy Brock Purdy is going <sighs> to, you know, be able to turn it around, but I guess <sighs> we'll see. Um, and I was surprised to not see the, the Philadelphia Eagles too much just because Howie Roseman, we know he's always wheeling and dealing, but like you mentioned, Sean, they did make moves. Uh, they added Kevin Byard, the safety, you know, way before the trade deadline. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with them kind of staying put and not bringing in anyone new. Yeah, I, I look at it as the two, those are the best two. The best two GMs in my mind in the league did something, and the Philadelphia Eagles bringing in Kevin Byard. And to me, John Lynch, I know they have quarterback issues, but the rest of their roster is crazy talented. Bringing in Chase Young, a guy who – you know, had a disappointing career so far, but so far this season, he's top five in pressures and right, top five, right. top 10 quarterback hits. So he's been absolutely phenomenal this year. So I think both teams went for it, got it, and are going to be better the rest of the year. The other thing we got to talk about real quick before we get into the betting games, the Raiders. <laughs> First of all, I told everyone Jimmy G stinks, and he's benched this week. It's going to be Aiden Connell. Jimmy G stinks. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams is, is pissed off. I don't know if y'all watched that game, but he was wide open several times for touchdowns. Wide open. And, and Jimmy G could not hit him. So the Raiders fire everyone, get everybody out. Again, Barrett, what do you do? If you're a Raider, it's why didn't you tra trade Devontae Adams was my first thought. If you're all truly giving up. Bruh, trash. I mean, that organization is trash. I mean, it, it, the son just can't run like his pops. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the that's the basis of what this team is doing. They went out and got a trendy coach. This coach can't coach unless he's with Belichick. So, I mean, they, they've had the game plan out there for the long. They saw what he could do or the lack thereof of what he could do when he was outside of uh, Belichick. Once you leave under Belichick, you're under that wing, things don't go well for you, man. None of his coaches, none of his coaching disciples really make any hay, you know, once they become head coaches, man. So, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just a pattern of what's going on. I just see that Raiders organization, man, is it's, it's just they're just functionally not an organization that that makes good decisions. Let's get to these actual games. All right, let's get to the games. Let's get to Dolphins Chiefs, best game of the week, in my opinion, and it's in Germany. Uh, Dolphins Chiefs in this game. Chiefs favored uh, one and a half. Over under on this game is fifty one. Money line is minus one twenty five for Kansas City, plus one hundred five for Miami. It's you know 
funky because what do you expect for a 930 game in Germany? I just, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where I know how I would bet and who I would bet in the over when it comes to if this game was at in the States at one o'clock or four o'clock, but I don't know how I'm going to bet this game based on it it's, being in Germany. Dev, we'll start with you. How do you how do you deal with this? How do you look at this? How do you bet this? Well, it's hard because there's not like even with the London games, technically, you know, you have Jacksonville, who's like the home, who's the favorite, the home field advantage. If you have any when you're going to Germany, you really don't have a home field advantage either way. Uh, and the Chiefs definitely have that, you know, when they actually play Arrowhead. Um, and it's such a small spread. I do think I like the Chiefs covering the one and a half points in this one, though, just because they played so bad and lost in it like they didn't even score a touchdown against the denver broncos last right week. right they usually dominate so uh, i think they're gonna want revenge they're gonna want a get right game that's a perfect get right spot and the chiefs defense is also a unit that i feel like you know we always talk about patrick mahomes and travis kelsey of course but the chiefs defense has been playing really really well uh and we know what that dolphins offense is unable to do when they go up against a uh competent defense to say the least. So I think I think the Chiefs can win this one. I think it'll be closer. I don't know if it's going to be super high scoring just because of the travel. Like you genuinely just don't know what to expect. Um, but I mm. do like the Chiefs ultimately coming away with the win. What do you like in this, Barrett? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going with the points also. Uh, I think the Chiefs do cover the point total. This is a get right game, like she just said. You know, you Andy Reid is not the type to have his guys go out there and play two bad games wrong. They're going to be totally focused. Even with them being in a foreign country, they're still going to play uh, at a high clip because they, you know, they they can't they can't go forward. They got to get that sour taste out of their mouth. You know, what I'm saying? You, you lost to the Broncos. They had a whole week to think about this. <laughs> Losing to the Broncos, they're on a plane going to Europe, thinking about how they lost to the Broncos, the Broncos of all teams. So um, this is a game, and, and I, you know, I, I do think this is going to be a great Russian game. Um, you know, they're going to pull out all the stops. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't care what, um, Pacheco had, you know, if he had, if they, his, um, his, his rushing yardage was a hundred yards, I'd still go with it because they're going to run the ball, try to establish a run, get that taste out of their mouth. And then they'll go with the pass, man. So I'm, I'm going with that. I'm going with his rushing total. And, uh, I think it's a 57 and a half, 57 and a half rushing total. And, um, you know, this is going to be one of those games with Pat Mahomes, man. He's going to show, you know, the type of player he is and, and, and bring him out of this, this this hole they're in right now. Listen, I think, one, I always bet on a team that's coming off a, a bad loss. That's a, a, yes. a great team, right? Like Eagles, uh, <laughs> Eagles after a loss, the Dolphins after a loss. I thought mm -hmm. the 49ers after a loss, but, you know, you see what that <laughs> is. But great teams and great coaches after a loss usually come, come up big – Playing a team in the Miami Dolphins who get punched in the mouth when they play good teams. Now, Tyreek Hill is talking trash. I don't know if you heard. He basically said, listen, they, they, I don't care where we are. They're going to get it, is what Tyreek Hill said. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it's very close to exactly what he said. So Tyreek Hill is already talking trash. So with that said, Tyreek, 90 and a half. That's his over under. Mm. What do you guys think about again? He's going to be the number one target. And usually he gets that, but again, ninety and a half is huge. Uh, again, that's minus one twenty. Deb, would you take Tyreek Hill talking all that trash in Germany at ninety and a half? 
My first instinct is yes, because um, we'll get into A.J. Brown and, and the Eagles-Dallas game, because like when you have a receiver like Tyree Killer, A.J. Brown, who Tyreek has had, I believe, five, yeah, five games over 100 receiving yards um, in a row. So, I mean, it's hard to deny that, but then you look mm. at Kansas City's secondary, and they're holding wideouts to pretty low ratings. So I think they have a chance to, to keep him in check, and 90 is a pretty high number. So I don't know if I'd be as tempted to take that. I do like, and I don't know if Taylor Swift is going to, you know, fly to Germany for Travis. Oh, uh, we were trying to avoid uh, it. We were trying to avoid it. That, I was going to say really quickly. Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins secondary struggles with the tight end position. So I, right. I actually would prefer if I'm going to take any prop in this game, it would probably be a Travis Kelsey um, over. He's also averaging 83.3 yards per game and his number on the MGM is let me just make sure 79 and a half so 79 and a half, I'm yeah. taking that over all day yeah Tyreek Hill went up to 91 and a half oh see I, I'm not yeah I don't know I don't I'm know going under that. you going under yeah you listen you think that those guys and you think Andy Reid wants that guy to go crazy right right like right. it'd be like yo ain't, we'll lose we ain't losing to Tyreek after what he after him leaving here and the trash he talks. Is this the first time they played? That's the first him? time he's playing against his, his wow. team since he left. I think it's all out effort to make sure Tyreek, okay. you ain't. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot about that whole factor. Right. So, yeah, then the first time they played against each other. Yeah. Right. 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 And he's been talking trash. He was talking trash about Pat. You know, how are you going to talk trash about Pat Mahomes saying two is better? Are you kidding me? I still remember that. Oh, he did say that. Yeah. That's right. He did say two. And I don't, you know what I mean? Why would you say that? I know I get why he would say it, but come on, dog. You ain't got to lie to the public. I'll give, right. one, I'll give one out that our producer, Kev, uh, let out there. Pacheco, 100-plus yards, plus 450. Barrett, uh -huh. you were just talking about how you feel like Pacheco's going to get off in this game. What do you think? Yes. So you would take that, honey? Yes, I would honey. take that. Okay. I would take that. And, and, and in fact, I want y'all to write it down right write now. Write it down. Barrett loves to write it down. Write it down. Everything that I've written, no, the last three games we've, we've written down, mm -hmm. it's happened. No, you actually called it this time. You you said, uh, no, who was it that said that? Uh, that uh, well, we, we'll get into it about about the 49ers losing. We're not going to get into it. They don't play this week, so we don't need to get into it. So I need both of y'all to stop bringing the 49ers up. Three in a row? Give me a week off. It's my bye week, okay? Sheesh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so this week we'll have our bye week next week it's fine we'll lay off even yeah just week. it's my bye week just 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 let leave dev, me, just a little bit dev just a little bit leave right? me alone all right it's my bye week so let me give you a little sean bell parlay all right always sponsored by bet mgm let's see if we can get into a parlay that you guys will actually like in this game all right so i'm sort of with you i think they're going to rely a little bit on the running game. Odd, it's odd sort of timing. The Dolphins ain't good against the run or the pass, but Jalen Ramsey is back. Had an interception last week that was almost a pick six. So their secondary is going to immediately get better because Jalen Ramsey is in there. So I'm going to say Kansas, Kansas City relies on a run a little bit and, he, and the run gets off a little bit. So my first and my three leg of my same game parlay is Pacheco to go over 56 and a half yards. Right. So that's what I like first in that game. I'm also going to go surprise, surprise. This is a Pacheco parlay. Pacheco over 21 and a half in receiving yards. Hmm. I think he's going to get out of the backfield. And I think he's going to have, a, you know, a couple screens. 
couple things. And again, 21 and a half is nothing. That's two catches yep. for him. And a Pacheco anytime touchdown. That is my SB same game parlay that I'm going to offer to you guys in this first segment of the show. Dev, I'll start with you. How do you feel about my Pacheco same game parlay? I feel like I'm going to write it down and I'm going to tail. I like it. He's averaging mm. uh, 56 and a half rush yards and averaging 21 and a half receiving yards. So why not? The only thing I don't know if I love is the touchdown just because I don't know. That's risky. But I like the rushing and receiving yards for Pacheco. Okay. We got about 30 seconds. How do you feel about that par- uh, parlay? You already like, I, I like the rushing. parlay. Yeah, I like the parlay with the rushing. I like, even like the receiving yards. The, just like you said, the touchdown. Anytime touchdown, only reason I say that, they like to run a little shovel pass with Kelsey or, you know what I'm saying, do something innovative, you know, as far as, you know, a, a creative play. And he's using the back. He's just going to run them up and down and, you know, let's go. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll get to it next. I'm surprised uh, Devin doesn't like, uh, isn't, necess- is op- isn't optimistic about that because apparently she gets a lot of money on anytime touchdowns. I'm, I'm surprised she Look, didn't bring that up yet. I should, I, I should add it to my anytime touchdown parlay. Yes, I am. And we're going to get to that. Uh, right. We won't get to you uh, texting us and bragging and making, yeah, us, making us look bad. Listen, we're going to come back with more talks. <laughs> we got we got the Falcons coming up next. We got a lot going on. The Vikings also, a lot going on there with injury. All right. This is the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. All right. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks presented by BetMGM on the BetQL network, giving you our best bets for week nine. Let's get to Vikings Falcons. Falcons favored in this game by four. The over under 36. Atlanta minus 200. Minnesota plus 165. Unfortunately, Kirk Cousins goes out with an injury done for the season. So they trade uh, trade away a quarterback to get Josh Dobbs, the quarterback who was starting for the Arizona Cardinals, bring him in, and hopefully he plays well and keeps them in the playoff hunt because the Vikings are still in the playoff hunt. Four and four, 500, they can still get there, but now they got to try to get there with Josh Dobbs and with uh, Jalen, uh, Justin Jefferson still out. So that's going to be tough sledding for them. The Falcons, I mean... I'm gonna give. I have to give credit. So I believe Barrett, who said I'm, I'm gonna go and pick uh, B. John Robinson to do something, and I refused to do something because I was like, I don't know. They didn't even play him last week, <laughs> so I, I don't know if they're gonna play him this week. And that then they played him with no explanation. None it, it, it makes the week prior even more weird. And like, when, what yeah. were you guys thinking, Barrett? Crystal ball, you knew it all. Right. Talk about the game. Talk about your money still being on Bijan. Well, Bijan at this point, you know, they had to play him the way they played him this week because the NFL like, come on now, he wasn't on the injury report. So he had to go out there and, and, and use him, and, and he got the production I thought he was going to get. Yeah. You know, now, going into this week, I don't know. I mean, I would go – I think I would, I, I would go with Algier before I go with him, you know. Hmm. So Why is that? He's just the – He's the more reliable, better back as far as being a guy that's going to run in between the tackles and, you know what I'm saying, and and, and just be that focal point of the offense. Mm-hmm. Bijan isn't really a focal point of offense. He is a focal point of the offense. And um, I, I just knew he was going to they, – they had to use him in that way, in that capacity. But even better than that, I wouldn't t- necessarily talk about these Atlanta running backs. I, w- I would go with the Vikings running backs and Cam Akers. He's going to have to have a have great to. 
That's a good call. That's a good a call. Great game with the quarterback not being there. Dobbs being the starter going in and, and not really knowing the offense the way he should. Yeah. So I mean I, I think his production, um, in in you know, as far as what is it, twenty seven and a half, I would go with him for anything. That's a great call. Uh and who do you like winning the game? I, I do like um I like Atlanta pulling it out. Got you. I do like you? Atlanta pulling it out. Okay. Dev, what you got in this one? Uh well, so every time I'm tempted to to take the Falcons, they end up disappointing me. But I do think in this one, the Falcons can win because I like Taylor Haneke uh, as quarterback for them. Um, I, I feel bad for Desmond Ritter, but, you know, necessary had to happen. Uh, you also look at the numbers that the Vikings receivers put up and tight end put up last week. I mean, you have Jordan Addison, who's just been really stepping up for Justin Jefferson, 82 yards and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, 88 yards and a touchdown. KJ Osborne, 99 yards. Will he get that much this week? I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say that's definite, but you also look at their numbers on BetMGM and TJ Hawkinson, 48 and a half, Jordan Addison, 45 and a half, KJ Osborne, 33 and a half. Like, they're pretty low numbers. And those three seem to be the go-to guys and likely will be for a new quarterback coming in. So maybe don't take all three, but like KJ Osborne at 33 and a half, pretty good. I'll take it. Okay. And who do you have winning the game? The Falcons. The Falcons. I, yeah, I, we're all on the Falcons on this one again. Kirk Cousins the being house. You go with the money line? <sighs> I'm going money line. I'm not going to go with the spread because, you know, I'm too nervous. I'm too much of a punk right now in regards to that. But <laughs> Three and I, a half, man? Yeah, I'm just a punk. And I'm just going to keep it simple. Money line with the Falcons. Again, Josh Dobbs has, was playing well, actually. Like, playing well, better than we thought he would right, play right. for Arizona. So he can come in, but again, playbook, stuff like that. They don't even have a quarterback's numbers on the board for BetMGM right, right now. So right, right. who knows who plays what and who does what, which is why I'm sticking out. I, I, sticking out of the uh, pass game, I do like the rush game for both teams. Yep, yep. The, both teams are going to rely on it. Good call on Cam Akers. Had a really good week last week. I think he goes over 27 and a half, so I, so I like it there. And, you know. I would also go with, you know, Bijan again and whoever I can go with. Like, it can be a situation where just everybody gets the rock. It's sort of like um, Thursday night's game where it's just like the starting running, starting running back and the backing backup running back was right. getting carries for yeah. both teams. It's exactly. like, oh, they're both going over their totals. And if you had them for your totals, you won, which I did have okay. both of them going on. I had Derrick Henry and I had Najee Harris. I should have picked their backups also because their backups were also getting touches. Let's move on to the next game. Cardinals-Browns. Clayton Toon, I guess, for the Cardinals. We don't know who's starting for the Cardinals. We don't know why Kyler Murray. We don't know what Kyler Murray. We don't know when Kyler Murray. We don't know nothing about that. The Browns, uh, again, it could be Deshaun Watson. It, a lot of question marks behind this game of quarterbacks and their health and what they're actually going to do, but we do know the Browns are just a lot better. The Browns are favored in this game, 8.5. It's at Cleveland, over under 37.5. We'll start with you, B. Brooks. What do you like in this game? Is it just, hey. It's actually 9 now. Nine, okay. Keep it moving. And um, it, it'd be hard for me, hard pressed for me to say anything positive about this Cardinals team. I mean, even betting anything with this Cardinals team. I mean, I bet they're going to get blown out. And even <laughs> with you know nine, you know, I mean, I I would go I would go with the nine. I would go with I would go with the over. Okay, 
They're gonna oh, be you think, you think well. it's gonna yeah. be very oh, yeah. solid, very solid, very solid victory, very solid. Again, yeah, it's another one where the the props for this game keep coming on and off the board throughout the entire week, and that's what it's been like. So there's a lot of question marks about quarterbacks, who's gonna start. We just don't know. Right, right now, I, you can I, just bet the you can just bet the over or the under. But and, and you can bet on the defense. I this would be a game that I bet the defense has a anytime touchdown. Hmm. Right, like Wait. this. Browns, the Browns, right? excuse me, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, not the Cardinals, Dad. Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. But you know, you try to rope a man. Then you, I, yeah, I'm not a person who usually bets those things, but I would bet the defense to have an interception in this game. I would bet the defense to potentially have a touchdown in this game. Just put a little five dollars and risk it. What do you have on this, Dad? I mean, I I like the Browns winning by a touchdown and a field goal. I mean, at, at this point, yeah. like, are the Cardinals intentionally tanking? I don't know. Um, one in seven. It's just not looking good, especially, you know, trading away their backup quarterback. Not sure what the deals with Kyler Murray. Um, but I'm also not even sure if he were to come in, that would be like, that would change my mind because his yeah. first game back, you know, even if he is able to play to the caliber that he has in the past, like I just would assume that he'd be pretty rusty coming into uh, his team so yeah I like the Browns whether Deshaun Watson plays or not which it's looking like he probably is gonna play um, I like the Browns plus the points yeah <laughs> right now. Browns, plus the point you're yeah. right plus the point yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. It's, it's hard it's hard to not do that uh, let's go to the next game another game where it's why, why are we going to the next game there's so much no yeah exactly <laughs> I was like what are you talking about Barrett I was like I'm confused you got more on this well, please, please move on I'm uh, another game where it's just like, who's the quarterback? Who's right. playing? It's it's Rams pack. A lot of quarterbacks hurt, injured. I know it's that time of year, but a lot of quarterbacks uh, maybe playing questionable on the injured list right now. Rams Packers, the Packers favoring this game by three. This game is at Green Bay. The over under is thirty eight and a half. Matthew Stafford questionable. Brett Rippin. You know what I mean? Maybe he can uh, have some of his father's luck and 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 come in this game and power them to the win. Jordan Love is. I played with Ripken one year. Can you believe that? You did? Pops, yeah. You old? I know, bro. Duh. I know. <laughs> you played with Mark Ripken? You are old. Yes, yes. Early in my career, you know, I was with the Eagles. He was with the Eagles. Yeah. In fact, um, we went down to Downingtown. To the, to the racetrack, and we were inside the racetrack. We pushed the car and all that stuff. A couple offensive line, we went down there. So yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you played in the '70s. Once you <laughs> once you said that, it was, no, I, I had I had a real helmet on. I didn't have a leather helmet on, bro. Come on, man. what? Yeah, what? Man. Yeah, Mark man. Rippin? Didn't he retire in like ninety? I, I swear he retired in ninety two. Like no. Jeez Louise. Okay. Um. And then on the other hand, Jordan Love. The GM said he's not sold on Jordan Love. Again, I was sold on Jordan Love last year. But a great arm talent, but he's not. Good. He's not. He's not. Yeah, good. he's not good. He's not. <laughs> he's not understanding what he's seeing. He's not understanding defenses. He's not reading defenses very well right now. Again, he has the arm talent. He does. The, he has the legs. Doesn't have some of these other things right now. So for the rest of the season, he's on to prove it. You're either our guy or not guy. So he has a lot of incentives to play well. Uh, Dev, we'll start with you in this game. What do you like? What do you don't like? How do you sort of pick it, not realizing what quarterbacks you're going to get? Yeah, I mean, it's tough because I think it, it. my gut tells me to take the Rams, but if Stafford doesn't play, that could change things. But then you look at, you know, the guys who both of these quarterbacks, whoever is starting is throwing the ball to, and the Rams still have, you know, Cooper Cup. They still have Puka. They still have 
more potent uh, options. The Packers just kind of seem like a mess right now. Like yeah. the more games they play, the more losses they rack up, the more it's looking. It, it honestly makes Aaron Rodgers look better and better. And I don't love to That's say that. That's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like I don't love, it brings me no joy to say that, but it, it's true. Like it just seems like that franchise doesn't really have a direction. Um, I'm very confused by Aaron Jones, like why he he just seems to be underutilized. Like I would suggest fading what any is Aaron Jones props because right. they, he's like not putting up any numbers. And he, every week I'm like, maybe this is going to be the week and it never is. Um, so, I mean, it, for me, it's just hard. Everything's working against the Packers. And no matter who is quarterback for the Rams, I just think that they have the advantage, especially – offensively well and defensively um i mean aaron donald going after jordan love like come on he's gonna eat him up all day so i like the rams winning this one what you like barrett uh, uh what do i like I, I don't like either one of them That's <laughs> what saying, but, but, you know i mean i you know I'm, I'm the same way Deb. i'm looking at it like aaron jones this should be a game that no questionly no doubt should be an aaron jones game you don't know what's going on in the quarterback's position, the stability, offensive line. It's not really protecting them, but they can run the ball, but you're not using them. How is it that Aaron Jones is not doesn't have 20 carries a game? This is exactly when you need a guy like him who can catch out the backfield, who can run in between the tackles, who's explosive. He's one of those guys that can score at any time. This is a guy I would say this week. Okay. This week, Aaron Jones, I'm going with an anytime touchdown. Ooh. And I'm going for Russell. Oh, is Jones. Aaron Jones yeah. our new Travis Etienne? I feel like every week he might be. He might be. But come okay. on, look, look. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that he shouldn't have even 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 receiving yards and running the screen to him or a little wheel route to him. Twenty. I mean, nineteen and a half. He'll have that on one. I mean, one passing play on a on a screen play. So I'm going. I'm going Aaron Jones. I don't know what his rushing. Um, his his rushing. Uh, because it's been on and off the board. All I mean, that's the problem. A lot of things have been on and off the betting board because uh individuals being hurt because we don't know which quarterbacks we're right, going to get right, because right. of these situations. So that's why you know this is. I know I'm not not supposed to say this on a betting show. I'm punting on betting any of those things. <laughs> Only thing that I feel like I'll be comfortable with betting with is the under in this game, 38 and a half. Mm. No, that's a low total. That's ooh, that's real low. Yeah, yeah, but these teams are low. That's how low these teams are. So I'm going to bet the under in this game because I, you know, I don't see the points being scored. Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers haven't been able to score points while the Rams, if Matt Stafford's not playing, what what are we saying here? Right. You know what I mean? Now again. Things might change if you tell me Matt Stafford is playing. I'm going to wait until 10, 12.55. Hey, Matt Stafford's playing. Oh, let me take a Cooper Cup and uh, Puka Nakua. You know what I mean? Some yards and see I what then, that is. Yeah, I then. You then know. I would do it. But if not, I know. I just think this game yeah. is going to be an under game. Let's move on to one more game into this segment. Let's go with Commander's Patriots. Again, Commander's Montez Sweat, their best unit was their deep in the line. They just traded the two best guys. Uh, so they're going. I know Jonathan Allen's over there. Like I, I'm going to. He already cussed everybody. He out. already cursed everybody out. Now he's he's livid. He's like, why didn't I get traded? So that's the situation. But I will say this: when the Commanders don't play the best team in the football, they're three and two. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, this this is not some bad. And they played the best team in football, the Philadelphia Eagles, really well both both times. So this isn't a, a dumpster fire team that hasn't played well. They played really well, but they're three and five, and they have a winning record against the non-defending uh, Super Bowl uh, contender in the NFC. 
They're taking on the Patriots. Of course, the Patriots, because of that, are favored in this game by three. Dev, I'll start with you. What do you like in this one? You just have to wonder what, you know, coming, being really frustrated and, and losing to the New York Giants, which, you know, they had guys literally coming out and publicly saying, like, I'm sick of this. I'm frustrated. Like, <laughs> we're bad. Mm-hmm. And then almost beating the best team in the league, almost, and then trading away to some two of your best players, at least defensively. Like, you just have to imagine that morale, or at least I think morale, must be pretty low in that locker room right now. Um, Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about Ron Rivera's job, which might be in jeopardy. So with that aspect going into it, it's really hard for me to confidently be like, oh, the commanders got this. If you asked me last week, I would have said commanders put, and they can cover and, and win. Um, but going into this one, like against Bill Belichick at home, I it's I kind of am, am leaning towards the Patriots in this one. I, I get it, Barry. We got thirty seconds. What do you got, real quick? No, I, I'm 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 gonna go with Washington just because I know Mac Jones is pissed off. Uh, his, his his passing yards two eighteen. Come on, man, two eighteen and a half. Come on now. I mean, I, I got to go with the over with that. I'm I'm saying I'm saying that they go out there compete with it, but I I, I think the Commanders uh the Commanders win the game. Okay, I'm uh, going with the points too. It, this is a hard one, but I'm also going to go Commanders, and this is my bias. I used to work in Charlotte. I covered Ron Rivera. I know Ron Rivera. I think he's going to have that team flying and playing hard. Yeah. And so I think this is a, we're going to get it done, and then the rest of the year they suck. This is the one game they're going to be like, we're not done yet. They're going to play hard and, 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 and do all those rah-rah things. And then yeah. be bad for the rest even, of the year. Even without my horses up front, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This, this is going to be the guys. one game that they're to bet on them for me. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. Another break. Once again, the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM. We're going to go to games that actually have quarterbacks. That actually have quarterbacks that we can bet on and that we feel good about. All right. So, once again, keep it locked here. The Sunday spread. Welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Once again, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM. Let's keep it going. All right, we betting all the games, giving you our best bets. Let's go to Bears Saints. Saints favoring this game by eight and a half. The the Bears. Uh, once again, Justin Fields out. The Bears don't see have seem to have a chance without him. I don't know even know what to say with this game, Dev. We'll start with you. Do you have the words to describe this vibeless game, as you would call it? Well, so if, for once, I don't know if this game is totally vibeless just because, oh. I mean, the Saints have been playing pretty well. Like, they're, I'm not going to say that they're one of the best teams in the league, but like, mm-hmm. I would say that they're, you know, good. Like, they're, they're better than maybe a lot of people expected them to be. They have, you know, an established defense. Um, Derek Carr, week eight, had over 300 yards, uh, over 130 rate, two touchdowns. So I think that obviously the Saints are going to win this one. I like more props in this one. Um, Bears defense has allowed a really high rating to to wideouts in 2023, obviously. Um, but they also just gave up 94 receiving yards to Austin Eckler. And that works really well in Alvin Kamara's favor because mm-hmm. he is one of Derek Carr's favorite targets. So I like Alvin Kamara receiving props as well as rushing props. Anytime touchdown, I think he's going to go off. Um, I I always feel so guilty, like saying bad things about the Bears because our producer Kevin is from Chicago. But yeah, I mean, I it, how can you not? <laughs> Dad, how can no, you, you don't. Say the Bears are going to cover 
Um, you don't feel bad messing with Kev. You yeah. Don't. Yeah. Saints <laughs> minus eight and a half, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Can't. I, you know, I think it's going to be easy, man. Uh, I, I'm not going to go with the points, though. I'm, I'm definitely not going to go with the points. The Saints will win, but um, I, I don't know. To me, eight and a half is might be a little too much, you know, with teams that don't really score at a high club. I like Alvin Kamara um, receiving yards instead of rushing yards. You know, I, I'll give you that. I would go with his, his receiving yards as opposed to his rushing yards. But then I would go with Taysom Hill, his rushing yards over 16 and a half. I think that's a safe bet. They'll give it to him on a on a on a reverse or you know QB keep or something like that. So to me, sixteen and a half is good. So I'll go with the six. I'll I'll go with the Saints winning. I'm gonna go with the under. I don't I don't think they they cover on a, with uh, eight and a half, but I will go with Alvin Kamara. The under with Alvin Kamara rushing yards, but over on receiving yards. Listen, I'm not mad. I, I again, I'm with y'all on the Saints winning. Um, I think I would have a all Saints parlay if I would. Again, yeah, Alvin Kamara, yeah. the over under for him for regular over under is 56 and a half. I think he he gets over that. His regular over under for receiving is 32 and a half. So again, another guy do I think is going to have a big day at the end, or you can do an alternative, right? Just him getting over 50 rushing yards and getting over. 20 receiving yards and, and pair that with something because I would pair that with Derek Carr uh, in an alternative getting over 200 yards and throwing for a pass TD. All right, those are all things that I'm going to bet for the New Orleans Saints to have a good game, have a, have a winning game, have a good game in the offense to play well. Again, Bears, they, they, they had it going when Justin Fields, they started to get it going. They started to look good, but as soon as he went down, the Bears sort of had no chance whatsoever. Now let's get to the next game, a big game. A game that has implications. Two teams that think they're in the Super Bowl contention race. Two teams that feel like they can actually win their division at the same time who are leading division. I think Seahawks are leading their division. I think the Ravens are leading theirs too at the same time. Seahawks 5-2, and two, Ravens 6-2. and two. It's at Baltimore. Ravens favored in this game by six. Dev, we'll start with you. How do you feel about this game? Super Bowl contenders? Maybe. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, but two very, very talented teams. Um, I want to see the Ravens play consistently well. Like, I think this is going to be a big test for them to see if they can, you know, hang in there with the Seahawks, who are a really talented team. I do think the Ravens have a bit of an edge. They're on a roll right now. I don't know if I'm confident enough to take Ravens minus six, though. Um, I just don't. I think it's going to be a close game and... I just I don't know if I'm buying totally into the Ravens hype just yet. I love that the Ravens offense is, you know, looking like they're really starting to click, uh, really coming together. But the Seahawks are a really talented team. So I don't know if the Ravens can beat them, you know, by six points in this one. So maybe Ravens money line. Um, it's also OBJ's birthday on Sunday. So if you want to oh. bet a, a birthday touchdown, even though he hasn't done too, too much, um, you could go for that one. Everyone likes a good birthday celebration on the field. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm out. out there. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to bet that, but, you know, <laughs> for those who like to party. <laughs> Barry, what you like it as what? Um, I, I, Dev, I, I, I'm sorry. I got to go with Seattle. I think Seattle right now, they might win the division, even against. <clears throat> see, we always, um, always got to bring it see, up. Seattle at this point, I, I think they're playing very, very well. I like Kenneth Walker. I'm gonna go with the over as far as 51 and a half points. Um, also like Tyler Lockett over 48 and a half receiving yards. Noah Fant 18 and a half 
receiving yards. Come on now. He'll have that in the first half. I think that's a safe, safe bet. In fact, that would be one of the ones I would bet on, you know, and, and put a little money on it. Um, I, I think I'm gonna go with uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Seattle to win. Oof. Yeah, I'm Oof. going with Seattle to win. See, I'm going with Baltimore because Baltimore's home for one. Seattle's mm-hmm. got travel to East Coast. They got to play Baltimore at Baltimore. One o'clock game. I don't know that doesn't matter as much, but it still matters a little bit. And Baltimore being a team that is flowing a little bit off. This Baltimore team is just like the Baltimore teams of years past, in my opinion. When healthy. I don't believe in them in being Super Bowl contenders because I don't think they have enough offense when they're going to play the really good teams. But they've consistently with Lamar Jackson in the line of 111 games, 112 games, been really good on off, good enough on offense, really good on defense. And that's what I expect from from this game. So I'm going to pick money line when it comes to the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, because I think, again, Seattle's a solid team. But I think Baltimore is better. I think they're flowing. I think they're in their bag right now. And a couple props that you would take again. I think Gus Edwards 52 and a half is a good prop to look at. Again, they're going to have a balanced attack, rushing attack and watch out for Zay flowers. Who has been playing really well, the young kid 55 and a half. And he's been a guy that they've given gadgets to and been able to get in the slot and, and do different things with him and trick plays. Well, you're going to start to see trick plays for him. So I like Zay flowers in this game. Also 55 and a half. I'm going to give you both a great key. Go with the tight ends and receiving yards this game. Trust. For both? Yes, for both. Noah Fant and Mark Andrews, 47 and a half. That's light work when it comes to him and the chemistry that he has with uh, his quarterback. So I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that at at, at all because, again, I think both Mark Andrews, again, I'm going to be honest with you, I have lost some bets off of Mark Andrews. So, so every, anytime I think that, he doesn't do as well as he should. But, uh, again, a game that I think is going to be really tight. Um, I don't expect anybody to have incredibly explosive games. Right. right? I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to – I don't think DK is going to go 100-plus. I don't think it's going to be a tight defensive – That's why I didn't even touch him. I yeah. didn't even touch DK. It's going to be a tight defensive game, in my opinion. Let's go to the next game. Bucks, Texans. Buccaneers 3-4, the Texans 3-4. and four. The Buccaneers started off really well, but it seems like they're crashing. I believe they lost their last three in a row. If, if, if I'm correct, I believe they started 3-3-1 yep. and three and one and lost uh, three in a row. The Texans, you know, look good. They actually look like they can be playoff contenders. I'm surprised they didn't go after a wide receiver because I thought they were a wide receiver away um, from really making a jump with how well C.J. Stroud has played so far. Houston favored in this game two and a half. That is crazy, isn't it? Two favored in this. They've been playing better ball. Shout out to D'Amico Ryan's doing his yeah. thing. Over-under is 40. Uh, Tampa Bay money line minus one fifty, Houston plus one twenty five to win this game. We'll go to you, Barrett. What do you like in this game? And all likes right. Look, receiving yards, I like um, Chris Godwin fifty eight and a half. No, first off, man, two and a half over the Buccaneers. They should just be. I mean, come on now. So I mean, <laughs> I, I'm still. But you know what? I am gonna go with. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with the points in the Texans. You know what I'm saying? They'll score over three. They'll they'll win by more than three against this Bucks team. Uh, they finally saw that Baker Mayfield is trash, been trash, and only, you know, come <laughs> on. Uh, like I said, Chris Godwin's a guy that just gets open. That's the only thing. That's his only saving grace. Mike Evans, fifty-five and a half. I don't know because they're gonna double team him, so it'll be hard for him to do it. They can't double team Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, so I'm gonna go with Mike Evans for fifty-eight and a half over. If they did, if I did go with Mike Evans, um, 
I would go with the under, 55 and a half, because he gets lost in games sometimes, and mm-hmm. you just don't know where he is. Um, Rashad White, you know, Baker's going to hand it off to him. He's been playing well. He's been playing very, very well. He's, you know, he's definitely starting to grow into that number one jersey, bro. Mm-hmm. He's starting to grow into it. So I would go, I would go 49 and a half. I would go with the over. Okay. Uh, what are you liking this one, Dev? It's hard to pick a side because both teams seem pretty, you know, equally mediocre. They have the same record. Um, and it's hard to tell, you know, where the advantage lies. Like, I like Rashad White props. I think he'll have a big game. Um, I don't think Baker Mayfield is a great quarterback, though. Uh, all five of the Bucks last five games have hit the under. So, uh, including nine of their last 11 on the road. So, I like the under the best here, which I know is the most boring pick in the world. But, I mean, the points total set at 40. I just don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game because I don't think either of these offenses are super, you know, high-intensity offenses, high-powered offenses. So, uh, taking the under in this one. Boring pick, I know, but under 40 total points. And I don't have a side. <laughs> you don't have it. See, I, I, I'm going I'm to give... If you made me pick, I'd probably pick the Bucks to win. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to get Baker. I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. Dev. Oh, no, no. No, you go for it. No, I was just going to say I give Baker a little more slide than y'all do. Baker's played well. He he threw for 237, two touchdowns, no interceptions in their loss against the Bills. And, of course, they're going to lose against the Bills. Against the Atlanta Falcons when they lost that game again, only judged up 13 points, 275 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Again, not not a good touchdown-interception ratio uh in, in in any means but still he played pretty well he's played pretty well in most of the games this season and he's been able to keep his turnovers down now he's not dynamic he's not a dynamic quarterback so he's not going to go out there and win you games he's not the guy that's gonna you know put it on his back but he hasn't he's been a good game manager this season it's just the other things around him haven't allowed for him to be a game manager the other things around him like they did in the first three or four games were high high level so he was able to be a game manager and win the game at the end. He hasn't been able to do that in the last three games. So I like the Bucks to actually win this game. Again, I think Baker has played well. He's played mistake-free football. And I like Rashad White again. He's he's going to be a guy. They like to have a balanced offense. I liked him to go over 49 and a half yards. So I'm picking the Bucks to win this game, money line. I'm picking Rashad White to have a good game, 49 and a half. Now, Baker Mayfield, the over-under for him is 239 and a half. That's too high. That's about his average. That's too high for me. But, again, I think he's played decent football. Uh, he, it's tough, man. He's played decent football. We got to wrap it up, and I know no one believes in Baker. And, again, he's not a star, but he's a you know solid game-managing quarterback, and that can win you eight games, his nine games. His defense isn't like that, though. In this league. I thought yeah. they were, but his defense ain't like exactly. that Exactly. Right if they were, you know, they would yeah. be in a better position. All right, let's go ahead and take a break and get to the next again. We get we get into y'all guys. We get into Cowboys Eagles. There we go. All right, we 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 get into the matchup that everybody cares about the most. It probably is. I take it back. Earlier, I said, uh, what was it? I said the game of Dolphins Chiefs was the game of the week. Now nah, this is the game of the week. So that's where we're gonna get to it next. Coming up on the Sunday spread. Once again, welcome back to week nine of the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, and Again, we, we record in the Philadelphia studios. We are in Philadelphia. Let's get to the team that has the best record in the league right now facing their arch nemesis, 
Professor X versus Magneto. All right, <laughs> it's just the Avengers versus Thanos. It's it's all of those things in this game. At least that's how we take it in Philadelphia. Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles at home. Great thing. Favorite in this game by four. Over under is forty seven. Again, I think I think a lot of people think this game could go either way. It's Eagles minus one fifty five money line. Cowboys plus one thirty. Again, the Eagles have been the better team, but. The Cowboys with Dak Prescott had played really well, and Dak Prescott has consistently won against the Eagles when he plays in these games. So he's that's why one. he's seven and one. See, I didn't, I didn't, I knew it was something like that, yeah, but he's seven, seven and one. one against the Eagles when he plays. So that is again something to look at. So we'll start with you, B. Brooks. Cowboys, Eagles, big game. Well, again, Cowboys five and two, Eagles seven and one. What do you see in this game? How does first, this game turn out? First off, I got to go with AJ again. Um, he <laughs> yeah, keeps I mean. the streak going. You know, right now he's at six games of over 125 yards or more. Right now his uh, his over is 81 and a half. I think that's a safe bet that he uh, he gets that. So that I'm, I'm just going to start off with that first. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I'm going to go with the over 250 yards, 250 and a half um, passing yards. I think he does that also. What's really making me mad is is the fact that I can't confidently go in and say, all right, DeAndre Swift, 56 and a half yards rushing. I can't be confident with that when I should be able to be very confident in that. I mean, very confident in that. I don't quite understand the Jalen Hurts over 30 and a half rushing yards. He hasn't been running. He hasn't uh, – a knee uh, bruise right now, so I would go with the under with that for thirty and a half. Um, this this game's gonna be good, man. Uh, you know, I, I, kind of a bet that I would just entertain. Spread is three now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, Eagles win. I mean, I'm not worried about spread or anything. They they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win by double digits also. Oh, yeah. But um, oh wow. Yeah, but um, the CD Lamb seventy three and a half. They have stepped up against the premier wide receivers in the league. This may be the one time that they don't. I think CD so. destroys the Eagles. Right. So CD gonna... <laughs> always plays well against the Eagles. <laughs> they, you know, they they go against top tier talent and they usually shut them down. This is a game where I think CD Lamb gets over seventy three and a half yards receiving. Okay. Okay, Deb, what you think in this game? Uh, yeah. I mean, the Eagles. If there's there's two things. I think the Eagles will win. So I'll, I'll start off with that. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be very stressful for, you know, us here in Philadelphia. Yes. But I do think the Eagles will come out on top ultimately. Um, two areas concern me in this game, uh, looking at it from the Eagles perspective. And one of them is the Eagles secondary, you know, Darius Slay and James Bradbury and, and a lot of the guys, even though they have how he has, you know, brought in reinforcements like Kevin Byard, um, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop someone like C.D. Lamb, who does seem to torch the Eagles every time he plays them. Uh, and the Eagles secondary just let, you know, the Washington Commanders and Sam Howell kind of throw the ball all over them. Um, and they also cannot make mistakes. You know, the Eagles are turning the ball over it's way, way too, too often. Yep. And yep. with the Cowboys rate of, you know, taking the ball away, they lead the league in defensive touchdowns this season. Um there's just no room for that. There's no room for error. And there's also no room for settling for field goals. So I think as long as the Eagles play a clean game, they can win. 
Uh, Barrett, I also agree with you on AJ Brown. I know everyone's saying like, oh, well, no, it could be a big game for Devontae Smith or Julio Jones or another receiver because the Cowboys are going to lock down AJ Brown. AJ Brown was locked down against the Commanders. Right. And in previous games of our this season, you just can't stop him. He is on fire. So I like A.J. Brown's uh, over props. And I also like DeAndre Swift having a good game because I think the Eagles are going to have to kind of go back and rely on that run a lot in this game to to control the clock um, and to hold a lead. So from your I'm mouth nervous. to God's ears, please <laughs> run DeAndre Swift, please, please. And not Penny Gainwell, please. Right. <laughs> See, I'm 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 gonna have to pat myself on the back a little bit. I was texting y'all during the game against Washington because y'all laughed at me when I said, "No, nah, this Washington game is gonna be close." Right, right. And it was close the entire time. Then the end, they go up by two. I'm like, y'all were. I was like, y'all y'all are right right now for wrong reasons. Then they scored and they made it a push. So we were both right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> but with that said. It was a tired. I believe it was a tighter game than you guys thought it was gonna be. And I think That's this is gonna little. be. Yeah, uh huh. I think this is gonna be the same. I'm actually y'all gonna be mad picking the Cowboys to win this game. What? I'm picking the Cowboys to actually come on. I think this Dak Prescott being seven and one against the Eagles is a real thing. I think CeeDee Lamb always getting off against the Eagles is a real thing. And I think they have a problem with the Dallas Cowboys consistently again, regular season. I think the Cowboys regular season and playoffs are two totally different teams. I really like the Cowboys as a regular season team. If they play the Eagles in the playoff, they get their Doors blown off, but I like the Cowboys. I like Des- Dak Prescott going over two forty nine and a half. Mm. What, what did what that what, what what that guy in Washington do? Right. What Sam Howell do? Dak's and and so you gonna tell me a quarterback who always plays great against the Eagles can't do the same thing? I know a lot of people like to make fun of uh, Darius Slay in this city, but James Bradbury's been getting lit up too. Mm. Right, like both those cornerbacks have had game, several games this week this year where you're like, "Yo, my man's getting lit." So is CD Lamb not going to do that, right? So I like Dak to go over two forty nine and a half. I like CD Lamb to go over seventy three and a half, and I like it to be over forty seven. Well, see, man, that's, I that's, think it's going to be scoring. That's my I think problem, both man. teams are going to score again. AJ Brown, you cannot pick a AJ Brown, but I can see Devontae Smith at the same time also getting over his number of forty eight and a half. I think points are going to be put up in this game. So I, 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 the most confident I feel over all of this is the over when it comes. Again, I pick Dallas to win. I'm not confident in that. I think it's going to go either way. I think it's going to be a tight game. I don't think it's going to be double digits like you think, B. Brooks. But I am confident in it going over. I think, uh, again, it's going to be a classic NFC East Eagles-Cowboys matchup. Only thing is, man, it's a conference game. I mean, division game, when you got division games, you know, you just don't know, man. So a lot of times, this is this is one of the games where I'll say, I'm just going to throw the money out there and let it fall where it may. But this may be a bet from the heart game. You know you lose when you bet from the heart, bro. Kevin, <laughs> our producer, just said, can you make the case that the Cowboys are the better team on both sides of the ball? No. Um, no. no. <laughs> Not even close. No. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback. Uh, yeah. DeAndre Swift is a better running back than Tony Pollard, at least right now. Um, the Cowboys have CeeDee Lamb as a weapon on offense, and that's it. The Eagles have A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Javante Smith, Dallas Goddard, all of their running backs. Uh, 
their O-line. Like I just, I mean, Barrett, you can weigh in here probably better than I can, but no. No, you I did a fantastic job. <laughs> you did a fantastic job. You can just keep on going, even defensively. Yeah. I mean, you have one player, Micah Parsons, that's a difference maker. That's and you it. got a half a difference maker in, in, in Lawrence. But when you look at the defensive line of the Eagles, they have difference, difference makers. You know, they can go but a rookie. I mean, rookie for rookie, you know. Um, Mazzy, they just got him from Michigan. Come on now. Jalen Carter's probably the best player in the draft. So this is going to this gonna be – this game is not going to be tight. I would take but, the Cowboys' defense over the uh, Eagles' defense. Oh, What? Stephon Gilmore's old too. Totally. Cowboys have <laughs> defensively they have Micah Parsons. Yeah. That the I mean when they they played last year that the Eagles locked him down so it wasn't really an issue. Uh, and I will say that maybe the Cowboys have the edge when it comes to the secondary because the Eagles secondary isn't doing. It's not maybe, Dev. Right now. It's not maybe. But, like but look, I know I know the Eagles have gotten lit line compared to the Cowboys line. Which, which I understand. Yeah. I would pick the Eagles players defensive line, but as an overall defense, the Eagles, the, the Cowboys have played better than the Eagles defense. They just played consistently better. Now, if you believe the one Eagles is better than the other. Eagles down one of the most powerful offenses in the league already in the Dolphins game. That is true. But the other six games, they've let up 390 to Kirk Cousins. They look like they've Sam Howell has consistently thrown 300 yards against those individuals. Like statistically, the Cowboys have had a better defense than the Eagles so far. So, again, I think you would say that the Eagles have more talent on defense, but they haven't played that way so far this season, which makes, which is the reason I'm so – I would go with the Cowboys in this game because every every time I look up, they are getting lit up, the Eagles, defensively, every time. Like, that, something with that pass – there's a reason they had to go get Kevin Byer. Like, that pass, Darius Slay – James Bradbury has been getting lit up. Well, I mean, I do like their safeties, you know. I mean, Malik Hooker and uh and uh uh what's his name? J. Ron Curse. I mean, two really good safeties, you know what I'm saying? Like number one in the box, you know, he he's he's good. He can play, man. And Hooker's playing up in at, at free safety, playing pretty well, you know, disguising things and being where he's not supposed to be and then showing up, you know, on the play. But I just think our secondary is getting a little better. And with the addition, like we're saying that we're saying right now that, you know, nobody likes Bradbury. Nobody likes Slay right now. Trust me when I say you put them in better positions, allow them to play more aggressive. You'll see a more aggressive style of defense. They'll, they'll make it happen. Trust me. They, they got to, again, they got to, got to play better. Cause right now they've been getting lit up in the Cowboys Torched, defense yeah. has been, it. you know, again, I agree. The Eagles talent wise on paper have better defense. Cowboys defense has been playing better. And another question, Kev, before we move on, put up is does this do the does the winner of this game determine who's the best team in the NFL? No. No. Because the Kansas City Chiefs are still out there. So even if the Eagles lose, I'm still picking the Kansas City Chiefs to be to be better, way better than win. the Dallas Cowboys. But even if they if the, win. If they win, I still might pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, come on. What are we saying? What do what, what do you on. mean? Yeah, the the, the okay, two time Super the, the two time Super Bowl winning year? Yeah, but Steve, what, what are we saying? That was the, last year. That was yesterday. That's not again. That was yesterday. They just got they just got beat by the Broncos. By the Broncos. You believe that means anything? They literally didn't score a touchdown against. Do you believe Denver. that means anything? It, it means. Do right you believe it. that means anything when playing? Right now, the Eagles have a better record. Playing the Eagles tight means anything. Like it's the same thing. It's game by game. We know that anything yep. can happen in this league. Like I don't think that just because the Commanders played the Eagles tight and they let Sam Howell put up numbers, 
doesn't mean that Dallas is going to torch them and that Dallas is a better team. Yeah. I, I mean, Dallas ain't never going to be a better team than the Eagles, even if the Dallas beats the Eagles. I agree with that. My only argument is no matter what happens from this game, you can say the Eagles are the best team in football right now, but if I'm going to put my money on one team, I'm going to put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, you're putting your money Let's on be the, real. You're putting your money on the quarterback. That's what you're doing. You're I'm putting money. my money on a two-time Super Bowl winner. I, I don't I don't I like, again, I know y'all Philadelphia fans. I don't know why that's crazy. That sounds crazy to anybody. I'm putting my money no, on a two-time it. Super Bowl yeah. champ. I got yeah. to. Until until they get beat, that's who I'm putting my money on. That's who I have as the best team in football. Especially if the record difference is only by one game. All right, I get it. I I'm get just it. saying. Just saying. All right, good conversation. Let's go to the Colts. Like Colts. We got to go to the Colts Panthers. Panthers out there. Now that Baron and I are all salty. Right, right, right. Oh, man. This is an easy game. The Colts going to smash the Panthers, bro. I mean, it's, it's not what the the, uh, the, uh, the points is, is uh, two and a half. Mm-hmm. Come on now. They're going to score more than three easily. Well, they're going to win more than three easily. I think this Panthers team, man, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they're playing. It's like they're playing for the quarterback. They already have their quarterback. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's all Barrett got to say. He said it don't matter. Uh, It don't matter. We know what it is, and I think that's the general consensus. What do you think, uh, Dev? I mean – if you're gonna find an angle for the for the Panthers to hang with the Colts, um, it's the Frank Reich revenge game, you know, like channel their oh. inner Nick Sirianni, like that was for Frank Reich. I forgot um, about that. That's right. Yeah. 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 So I mean, they have that. It's probably not as powerful a statistic as like the team that whose coach just got fired, you know, bouncing back and giving a little extra oomph, but. It, they there is that possibility. I do still think the Colts are are the better team. Neither of these teams are great teams, but I mean the Colts in comparison are the better team than the Carolina Panthers. Um, so yeah, I mean I know I'm not supposed to say this, but I don't know if I'm going to touch this one just because <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen, especially with that revenge factor with Frank Reich as head coach. Yeah, I mean the Carolina Panthers are coming off of a win, their first win of the season. And uh, Kev said before that, "Hey, is this their only chance against the Texans?" Well, they took. If it was, they took it. So they got their win. But again, I'm with y'all. The Colts are going to win this game. Gardner Minshew, you know, can they stop Jonathan Taylor? No, no, no. The answer is no. So that's that's what you go with. Again, I'm going. I'm even going with the Gardner Minshew prop, uh, prop two twenty eight and a half. I'm going over on that. I think he has a solid game. Jonathan Taylor has a solid game. And then, again, it's another game. Uh, it's another game that doesn't mean much, but it's a it's a Colts team that's oddly fighting for a playoff spot. They're not totally out of it. So right. they, they look decent, and it's going to be, to me, an easy win for them. The Carolina Panthers are going to be a 2-15 and 15 team. All right, let's take another break. All right, keep it, keep it going. Segment 5 coming up. We uh, more, te- more teams that are, you know, whatever. Giants, Raiders, what's your identity? Where are you going? That's what we're asking about them. And then Bills, Bengals, two teams who feel like, hey, we should be going to the Super Bowl. We can beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but can they? We'll talk about that in a minute on the Sunday spread. Once again, Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, kicking with kicking it with you on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Let's keep marching through these games. Next one, Bills, Bengals. All right, uh, it's basically a, a small rivalry. You know what I mean? Like it's 
We always talk about Bengals Chiefs, but the Bills are still always around and the Bengals and Bills still seem to always have to play each other in order to at least get to the AFC championship game. This game is in Cincinnati. The Bengals look like they got their groove back all the way, right? They, they beat the 49ers to my dismay last week, but Joe Burrow looked good. Not only did he look good, but his knee looked good. Scrambled a bunch of times, shook off defenders, didn't slide, and he looks like that leg is 100% healthy. And if that leg is 100% healthy, the Bengals are a legit problem in the AFC and throughout the entire league once again. The Bengals favoring this game, like I said, one and a half, over under 49 and a half. So they think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Dev, I'll start with you. What do you like from this game? What storylines are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, they should be one of the best matchups of the week. Um, I like the Bengals minus one and a half in this because the Bills have just been pretty inconsistent. And I know the Bengals have as well, but I feel like the Bengals are on an upward trajectory. You know, Joe Burrow seems to be looking back to 100 percent coming off a big win over the 49ers. They're going to be playing at home. You look at the Bills, who you kind of can't tell week by week, like what version of the Bills you're going to get the most sure thing when it comes to the bills is that Josh Allen's probably going to throw an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, but two of their most convincing wins came at home and they're going to be on the road in this one against a Bengals team. You know, Joe Burrow gets up when he plays the bills and Josh Allen. And when he plays Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs, Joe Burrow, you know, is going to play one of his best games of the season. So that paired with the fact that Joe Burrow seems to be getting back into his groove. The Bengals seem to be finally playing like the team we all expected them to play like, you know, at the start of the season. Um, And that spread isn't big, like one and a half points. Yeah. I think the Bengals can, can win and and win by more than that can win by at least a field goal in this one. Mm. Tough one. What do you got? It is tough, man. But uh, that's tough, man. I, I got to go with the Bills too. Just from, just from a playing standpoint, that you know they're starting to rely a lot more on James Cook. They're running back. It, it seemed like they didn't like him at first, but since he's you know stepped into his place, he's allowed that offense to branch out and start passing a little better because his ability to run. Um, I like his 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 rushing props uh, with you know fifty and a half. I go with the over on that. Um, but then I got you know I I look at uh also Dalton Kincaid rookie rookie tight end. I think that um when you look at Josh Allen, he likes him a lot. He has receiving skill. He can break away and have that you know that that big playability also. So I think they like him a lot. I think um Josh Allen really likes him a lot. Then uh I'm gonna go with um Gabe Davis, forty two and a half. I'll take that all day. He's a big play threat. He's the guy that takes the top off, and then you have Stephon Diggs running underneath, you know, and then he makes a big play out of no play. But I think Gabe Davis, they they saw something, you know, they saw a way to keep the chains moving with him this last game. You know, it's a lot more dig routes, comebacks, you know, um, you know, you know, drag routes across the field to really help him maximize the speed that he has. So I, I think he's also a prop that I would go with with. 40, uh, what is it, 42 and a half? I, I, I'd go with the over on that. I'd take that problem. It's tough because you don't know what bills you're going to get. It that, is, that's bro. the tough thing. I, Josh Allen, is it going to be four turnovers or no turnovers? Is it going to be a 300-yard game or a 212-yard two, game? Like, <laughs> you don't know, right? right? Like, that's how inconsistent they've been this season. Uh, again, I would pick the Bengals to win but I'm not betting the winner. I'm betting some props in this game, but I'm not going to bet the winner just based off of that because I don't know which bills I'm going to get. The the bills are one of the teams 
in the league that I say I'm staying away from. Like teams who are wildly inconsistent in their play, I usually stay away from when it comes to betting. Like, right. ah, you ain't going to catch me this time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't going to catch me. You ain't going to lose money because you want to be a different team this week. And that's what the Bills have been so far. Uh, so, again, I would pick the Bengals to win this game if I had to pick. But, again, I'm, it's not something I'm going to bet on. But I don't think this is going to be as high of a scoring game as the people think it's going to be. That 50 mm. and a half is high. I'm not going to go with the under, but that 50 and a half is high. I don't think it's – I think both defenses – are really good defenses. Yeah, both yeah. defenses have played really well and played really well against some good competition. I also worry that the Bengals. All right, dog. Like, you played the 49ers, had a big win. It's been consistent this season that you get a big win and then you play subpar the next week. Right, like some teams have, they do offensively, but I'm just saying all yeah. teams. Like yeah. you see, yeah. like the Dolphins have a 7-20 game, or the Kansas City have a game and then and then go lose to the Broncos. You've consistently seen that from almost every team in a league. The Eagles, you haven't really seen it from, although you've seen them they play great play and then have a bad performance, a uh, subpar performance, but still win. Yep. And that's what you got to do in this league because it's a long season. But it's Teams haven't backed up great games with another great games in this league. So that makes me a little nervous with the Cincinnati Bengals at the same time. But again, I do like I do like uh, some of the rushing props. I do like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, 14 and a half. Okay. Now that his leg is good, he had like, I don't know, remember what it was, like 40 against the 49ers yeah, yeah. where he was just like, I'm actually, they called quarterback draws right, right. for Joe Burrow last yeah. year, last week. I think he continues to do that if his leg is absolutely healthy. If you watched last week, same thing I, I like from James Cook, like you said before, 50 and a half. Yeah. So I like those two things. Another interesting bet that I want to ask y'all, DeMar Hamlin, love to him. He's, he's back. He's, he's, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's healthy. He gets the clear, but he hasn't played. So I'm, I, I was interested in the comeback player of the year was a bet that no one would take because it was, you know, the next person to DeMar was like 20 to 1. But now it's DeMar still in the lead at minus 150, but Tua at plus 200. The mm. gap has closed significantly because DeMar hasn't played. Right. He's suited up, but he hasn't played. Would either one of you go in and take that bet now that it's close? Because if DeMar doesn't play for the rest of the year, does he still get comeback player of the year, even no. though he suits up? Or do you give it to somebody? Again, I know he, you know, he died. So I, I know he, he may yes he he may Twice. get it he may yeah. get it anyway yeah because of that because he even suited up but he yeah. might not now would either one of you venture again it was a bet that no one would take would either one of you I'll start with you Deb say mm. I'm gonna go with Tua to at plus two hundred as comeback player of the year instead of Demar I mean if like if I don't know how the voting process works but if I have a ballot in front of me and it says you know Demar Hamlin and and Tua I mean, how do you vote against Demar Hamlin? Like, like you just said, he literally died on the field, and his story mm -hmm. is, you know, remarkable. So to even be able to to stay on the field and and suit up, I think, is a feat and a comeback in itself. Mm -hmm. So I personally would vote for Demar, but like I don't know the requirements. So if you have to have like played a certain amount of minutes, then then Tua would probably be a good option. I mean, it's better than last year is like Geno Smith who. Still, I'm unsure of like what he even came back from. Just like mm -hmm. getting punched in the face, I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, I would probably go with Demar Hamlin on that one. I don't know. Okay, 
I, I, what would you say, Barrett? Because I'm just saying, if he doesn't play at all, can you say he's comeback player? Mm. I don't know. What, again, like Dev right, said, I don't, I don't know, know what the rule book. Right, yeah. right. I, I mean, to me, I think Tua is a huge story also. But, I mean, this dude died twice on the field. Yeah. And it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to bet against, all right, bro, you died. Yeah. And then you come back and you playing the next year. Bro, that's some, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's crazy, man. But the question is, does he play? That's my biggest question. I think if he, he got play. if he got snaps, I'd be like, of course. But if he gets no snaps, again, I, I'm just interested. Again, I if, think he gets snaps. I think he will get snaps, and he'll play. I think he's gonna play this year. So, I, if, since he's gonna play, I'm gonna go with Demar Hamlin. Okay, I'm gonna okay. Go with and that's true. If he gets play. if he gets just one snap, yeah, yeah, goes out on kickoff return or something like that. He's he's yeah, he'll he'll get it. All right, let's move on to the next game: Giants Raiders. The dumpster fire game. Do we have to? It's the dumpster fire game. Uh, Again, Raiders, everybody's done. Everyone's fired. Jimmy Garoppolo is benched. Aiden O'Connell will be starting in place of him. Daniel Jones is expected to be back. Uh, So it's two teams who, again, are quitting on the season, basically. But uh, a lot of guys that are going to be playing for jobs. Barry, you talked talk to me about this before. Like, yo, yo you got to put something good on tape. But, at this point, and that's what a lot of people are doing. A lot of people are saying Tyrod Taylor is better than Daniel Jones. So Absolutely, Daniel, yes. Daniel Jones has a lot to prove in himself. Deb, we'll start with you. What are you looking at in these games? And this is—is is this the ultimate quitter game, or is this a game where we go? The guy we hated was fired, so we're gonna play inspired because we hated that guy so much, and we now we feel like we have a chance. Well, do we know uh, if the Giants have, you know, officially kind of thrown in the towel on the season yet? Like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they have, but also with Daniel Jones being out and then now he's expected to come back, like maybe they're going to keep carrying through that delusion that he's like the best quarterback option that they can find given, you know, what they're paying him. So I don't know. I think it's it's hard to bet against. Like we all know how teams typically perform in this league when their head coach is fired. They usually play with a little bit more fire. So mm-hmm. playing at home, um, I think the Raiders can can probably win this one because the Giants are just not good. Neither of these teams are good, but uh, the Raiders probably have more uh, emotional fire under their butts to to motivate them to win this one. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Raiders here uh i mean look like look at the colts last year with jeff saturday when he took over we all thought that they were like gonna go all the way i mean not really but i just felt like people <laughs> were talking about them it was like oh my god jeff saturday's the best thing since sliced bread even though you know it's, he just came in and, and the team won because they had more to, to kind of play for so we could see a similar situation here with uh the raiders yeah win one for the gipper <laughs> yeah right like it, it's like and people say like there have been reports that like the vibes in the locker room are better in las vegas now that uh mcdaniels is out so mcdaniels I mean, a, he's a, he's not a good dude you know what i'm saying just to just to let you know he's just he's a uh i kind of got know. that gist yeah, yeah. That he's not very well, well liked. i mean it, it's not like they haven't done this before they did this like a year and a half two years ago when uh you know, when the special teams coordinator came in was um, the head coach when they fired Gruden. So, you know, they're used to this. They're used to this type of atmosphere. They're used to, you know, winning one because they let their guy go. So and because I'm saying that, you know, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Uh, one and a half. Um, they'll win by three. You know, so I mean, I'll go ahead and take the points. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I know, man. I know, man. I know. 
But then we you know I'm looking at receiving yards, and at the prop bet that I'm going with is Devontae Adams for 72 and a half because you can watch film and see how wide open he was. Wide open. And are you guys surprised he wasn't traded? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And Derek Henry yes, were two absolutely. guys who I expected to be traded before the deadline, and neither were. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the point? What's the point of keeping him? You, you're done. Right. right. Why Why not get draft picks? You can get a, a big haul for Devontae Adams, who still the, is still a top five uh, wide receiver in the league. And by the way, he's the wide receiver wide receiver. Like, yeah. he's the he's the, everyone's favorite out of the wide receivers. They say, no, Devontae's the best in the league. But they you watch go film ask, on Devontae. Yeah, you go, go ask all the other guys who are the tops in this league, and they're going to go, even the AJ Browns and all and, and the all those top guys and go no Devontae's that dude, so mm, I yeah. yeah I'm I'm 100 surprised uh, that he hasn't been traded. I know he's probably pissed off that he hasn't been traded again. He he came under I know he chose to go to the Raiders, but he came to the Raiders in totally different circumstances. Well, he came to the Raiders because he wanted to play with Carr, and he found out Carr was trash. Yeah, he, yeah, he wanted to play with his college quarterback. You know what I mean? That was his college quarterback. He had success with his college quarterback. He thought I can I can duplicate that. He and again, they also had way more weapons when he decided to come here. It was it was way more it was a way more talented room that he thought he was coming to. Uh and remember at the time that was the season where Henry Ruggs and all that stuff happened. Yep, yep. And the Raiders were competing and looked good. Yep. They actually looked like they were on their way up that season. Uh Saquon Barkley gotta go over. I've been picking him the last three, four weeks. Again, they they was like here's Almost 40 carries last week, right? Like, it's been like, let's ride, let's give it to Saquon at all times. So, the fact that his over under right now is 75 and a half. Oh, really? And again, I know Daniel Jones is coming back, so maybe they'll try to rely on the quarterback a little bit more. No, give the ball to Saquon. The two games you won was because of Saquon. I laugh because, yo, you won all that, you got all that money. You paid, a lot of running backs got paid. Like, after that situation, there's other running backs that got paid, but you right. only want to pay Saquon, the, the, your only hope, your only guy who's winning you games. And what and, happens now? He's been balling. Balling. I hope, I hope they don't franchise tag him again, but for, Saquon's going to get the hell out of there, and I can't wait to see how he looks. With some, Again, I'm a Penn State guy, by the way. I went to Penn State, so you're hearing that out of me. Saquon deserves so much better than the worst offensive line in all of football over the last five years. Starting I mean, to tackle and play. Imagine yeah. if he, like, I always dreamed that Saquon would come to Philadelphia. That's a different story. But if Saquon had the Eagles that. line. I would love right, that. Right? If yeah. Saquon had the Eagles line, give it 2,000 yards is possible for that dude in a 17-game season if he had the Eagles offensive line. So that's my one throw that out there. But the Saquon, I'm having a, a same-game parlay of Saquon bets in this game. I'm having him to go over 75 and a half yards because he's been getting that. His The rush attempts that they have for him is 18 and a half. Are you serious? Yeah, he's going to get over 18 and a half. No question. And I'm going to go for an anytime touchdown because I always like to add anytime touchdown because, again, he didn't get a touchdown last week, but now he's but he played the Jets. This is the Raiders' defense. So how y'all feel? Again, we only got about 40 seconds. Would y'all take that same game parlay for this Giants-Raiders? Saquon... Over 18 and a half carries, over 75 and a half yards, and an anytime tutty. Absolutely. 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 Man, we, Twice on Sunday. We all on the same <laughs> page. Saquon should be able to eat in this game, and Daniel yep. Jones being in the game should give him a little more time. Just a little more time to do what he does and get a little more room, more room than he had against the Jets. All right. Got to take another breath, uh, another break. Now we're going to get to our best bets. Now we're going to get to the bets that we like. We're going to get into a little... Uh, take it, 
take it to the bank bets. We're going to get to, you know, some uh, leave, prop it or leave it. We're going to get to all of that coming up next and really make sure you win some dough. All right. This is the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney presented by BetMGM. The week nine final segment, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. <sighs> now, I, I, I got to get to Dev first because mm. Dev text us, and, and it wasn't even at the end of the day. No. Right? No. It was like five o'clock. So it was like, I want to say a quarter in to the four o'clock slate. She was pretty damn proud of herself. And bro. she texted us about <laughs> big winnings, big bets. I ain't going to say the money, but she has a anytime touchdown bet where she parlays like six, seven, or whatever amount of guys to score touchdowns. And when she mentioned it, I want to say a week or two weeks ago, I was like, ah, hey, Dad, that's, I don't know about that. That's a little right, too risky right, to right, do. Right. That's a little too risky to do. You know how anytime touchdowns are. But here she goes laughing in my face in the chat. So I'm going to let Dev take it away first before she names, you know, what her anytime touchdown bets are this week or potentially will be this week to sort of brag about how yeah. much money she made and the anytime touchdown bets that she made last week. Yeah, like when is she taking us to dinner? Because she, whoo, she <laughs> Yeah, it up. was like, all right, she it's cleaned st- up. I said steaks on Dev. <laughs> right. If that's the case. No, I like seriously hadn't been checking my app because I was uh, working during the Eagles game and I opened it and was like, oh my God. Because I think I did. I try to do them like either for all, like one for the 1 p.m. games, but every week I do one big anytime touchdown parlay. That's actually the second one that's hit this season and oh. i remember i brought it up and you guys were kind of like okay when i brought it <laughs> yeah, up yeah right yeah before so that's why i sent it to you because i was like okay it hit um i was pretty impressed with myself though that oh. was you should be yeah you cleaned yeah, up that was i think i unintentionally kind of did like a running back parlay for that one too who is jordan addison was the only one who was not a running back everyone else was and he um, balled too <laughs> He ball. He's he's been balling every week. Like I might put him down yes, for this boy. touchdown this week as well. Yeah, but yeah. Jefferson's I mean, been out. It's it's a fun thing. I just like to to do it for you know all the games, and um, I'm still not totally sold on any that I'm going to do this week. But I can keep you guys posted. I've been hey. writing it writing down as we go through games. So right now I have Pacheco, I have Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara. Saquon Barkley. So if you mm. have any others to add to the list. Listen, I'm going to tell you this, Dev. I'm now going to do it every week. <laughs> Mind you. Because it's the fun. odds. What was the odd on it? Was it wasn't it like 25 to 1? Yeah, it's like crazy money. And I I put like a few bucks down on it. But then if you win, you make Pers- a lot back. So. But that's my point. Like if you if she puts five dollars every week, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again, 17 week season. Mm-hmm. And one hits, she for, mm-hmm. it's it's it surpasses the amount of money you put on this bet. It's just yeah. smart. It's just smart bet thinking. And I was like, <laughs> why didn't I think about this? Just put five dollars <laughs> down on this huge yeah. bet every week, and yeah. maybe you don't hit all season. But if you just hit one, it worth is it. it is yeah, not more than worth it. All right, it's again, it's steak dinners. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a Mariah Carey concert. You right, know, it's Mariah right. it's Mariah time now that Halloween's over. It's a Mariah Carey concert. So, shout out to you, Dev. Uh, let's get to some bets again. I we we talked about some of our best bets throughout the week. 
um, throughout this Sunday. Let's talk about some of the ones we particularly like that are our favorites. Let's start with you, Dev, again, since you are the moneymaker of this group <laughs> right now. Uh, what are some of your best bets throughout the week right now? Uh, so just looking at sides, uh, kind of what we went through, I'll go back to the first game of Sunday. Uh, I like the Chiefs minus one and a half. I think it's going to be a close game, but I do think the Chiefs are in a get right spot in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Rams covering the three point spread. They're underdogs in that one going against the Packers, which I don't know. I That's confusing me. I know their quarterback situation is still uncertain, but I just think that they're the better more organized together team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys kind of sold me. No, you know what? I'm not going to bet on the Patriots. Uh, Saints minus eight and a half over the Bears. <laughs> in the next one. <laughs> um, and Ravens money line. I don't trust that spread in the Ravens Seahawks game. Um, and then I do think the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys, but I, I'm not going to take that spread. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be closer than what's the spread minus four now, minus three and mm-hmm. a half. I think it's going to be tighter than a field goal. So uh, I don't like the points, but I do like the Eagles winning. Okay. B Brooks, what you got? <laughs> uh, I'm going a bunch of prop bets this time. You know, um, I, I was thinking, I'm, I'm seriously, you know, I'm, I am going to do it. I'm going to go with uh, Washington Pats. I'm going to go with Washington. So, you know, three, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, after that, you know, I'm going with like, to me, safe bets, you know what I'm saying? You know, battle of the tight ends, uh, you know, with Seattle and the saints, um, I mean, Seattle and, uh, in a, in um, Seattle and, um, uh, uh, the Ravens, Ravens. Yeah. the Ravens, I'm going Mark Andrews, 47 and a half. And then Noah fan, 18 and a half receiving yards. To me, that's a safe bet. One bet, you know, I, I'm going against the, the green, and I'm going with Michael Gallup, Eagles game, uh, two and eight and a half receiving yards. He always seems to get that one pass, one deep pass against us. You know what I'm saying? For like 40 yards. So I'm going to go with that one. I'm still going with my man, A.J. Brown, 81 and a half, even though he's going to have over a buck 25. But I'm, I mean, to me, that's easy money, 81 and a half. And then – um. I'm going to the Minnesota game, Cam Akers, 27 and a half. That's to me, that's like, you know, taking candy from a baby. You know what I mean? That's to me, that's just too easy, way too easy. And then, you know, I've, I got to go with my guy, Pacheco, 56 and a half. Come on now. That's easy. We should money. do a segment of like easy money. Barrett's running back of the week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. You always catch Who's one. Running back is Barrett's guy this week. Yeah, yeah. We don't you don't have Travis today. You don't have ETN today. So you no, you know what I mean? No, you had to had to pivot and go somewhere else. I thought Bijan was gonna be your guy every week now, but you you no, know what I mean? To, you, to me that's still that's still too iffy. Yeah, yeah, it's still too iffy. Because they, they don't know what they want to do. I mean, um well didn't that didn't uh didn't their quarterback get knocked out what's his name? Um Ritter, Ritter. Or Ritter, Desmond Ritter. He got knocked out, came back in, or whatever. Say, I, I, I can't trust what they're doing down there in Atlanta right now. Listen, and speaking of running backs, I'm going with a lot of running backs, like you said this week. Saquon Barkley is probably my favorite to go over uh, 71 and a half. I just think again, easy money for me. They, they are making him bell cow. In part, I partly think they don't even care to bring him back next year, so they're just gonna say, "I right, dog," like. 
Right. We're going to run you to the ground, which, yeah. which offenses and teams often do. We're going to run this running back to the ground. Use you up. Use you up. And I think they're going to continue to use it up. And the Raiders ain't going to be able to deal with that, especially Daniel Jones. How healthy is he going to be? Uh, so they're going to really rely on Saquon. So I think it's easy money that he gets over 18 and a half carries and gets over 71 and a half yards. So for me, that's my easiest bet. Same with uh, Cam Akers. Yep. Uh, his uh, really low again. Would you say 27 and a half? I believe it was 27 and a half rushing, right. rushing yards. Cam Akers is getting more than that, right? He's been getting the ball and that Especially team with is, the quarterback gone. Yeah. Quarterback gone means you're going to rely on the running game a lot. Both your running backs are going to get a lot of carries. Again, it's going to be a repeat. A lot of games are going to be a repeat performance of the Thursday night game. Yep. Where both running backs in both running games, Steelers and um, Titans got the ball a lot. And they relied on the ball and, and and made their quarterbacks game managers. Because there's so many quarterbacks out, those are the games I look at and say, all right, I'm going to go there. Hold on, wasn't that my bet last week? Hmm. That was my bet last week on a game that not the starting running back that they used. Uh, I think Warren was my my guy to look at. In fact, I know it was. Warren was my guy to look at. And, and, and lo and behold, Jalen Warren balled out once again. He was my guy to look out uh, look at last week. I think yeah. he was. I remember yep. that. Yeah. Yep, Jalen Warren. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm I'm going the same with the Vikings Falcons game. I'm going going with B. John. I'm going with Madison both to have again quarterbacks out, rookie quarterback coming in potentially. That's the that's the situation where both guys are going to go over fifty yards. I would parlay both the running backs in those games. Yep. Because I think again, it's going to be running back heavy throughout the entire league. So I'm telling you, look at a lot of running backs. This uh this uh Sunday. Also, let's go to some other things. Take it to the banks. Larger running back games. Let's see if you think this. Bijan Robinson, one twenty five plus rushing and receiving, plus three sixty. Would mm. either one of you take that bet? Mm. See, it's the Falcons are so hard because I don't know week to week what they're gonna choose to do, especially mm. now that their quarterback situation is a bit in flux. Um. And like I'm kind of scarred from still Bijan like two weeks ago, and they just like didn't play him, and then never gave an explanation and ruined everyone's parlays and bets for that game. <laughs> um, but with all that aside, I mean, yeah, it's good money, it's good value. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. It's really good value. You would take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking it. Again, <laughs> I uh, one twenty five. You said one hundred. I might, I might bite. Same thing with Aaron Jones. 125 rushing receiving that's plus 575 so that's big odds again that's well, a yeah, no for me done like anything yeah. in any other game this year so it's yeah hard well, to feel confident that's a that no one. for but but barrett you like aaron jones's game so would you take it I, I you know what i would take it simply because they didn't allow him to do anything these past two games and it was like a conscious effort i don't understand it you know when he goes in he's productive but then they take him back out and he doesn't play anymore mm-hmm. so they can't afford to do that this game, so I, I I would go with that. Buck twenty-five total. Yeah, okay. Go with that. Now before we get out of here, let me ask y'all a couple of questions. Again, we at the midway point, so let's look at some of the futures before we get out of here in two minutes. Future MVP: Patrick Mahomes still in the lead, plus three hundred. Jalen Hurts plus three fifty. Tua plus three fifty. Lamar Jackson plus six hundred. Who would you bet out of this for or any? MVP, but who would you put your money on right now? Dev, I'll start with you. Uh, right now, right this second, it's kind of hard to bet against. I feel like Lamar Jackson is kind of 
got all the momentum. Everyone seems to be, you know, backing the Ravens to, mm-hmm. to go to the Super Bowl all of a sudden, um, which I don't know if I totally agree with, but I do think that Lamar Jackson would, and and he's kind of like due recognition um, and mm-hmm. respect. So I think Lamar Jackson I would go with. Okay. B. Brooks. And I'm not going with, you know, my bias being an Eagles guy, former mm-hmm. Eagles player, but I, I would have to go Jalen simply because Jalen mm-hmm. has showed the – Showed the world that you know he's he's more than just a a an intangibles type of quarterback. He's more than the guy that just runs around. He showed that he can be a drop back quarterback. He's showing that he's one of the best in the league simply because his record is saying that. Uh, he's been consistently um, a good player. I mean, yes, there's a lot of turnovers, but these are turnovers. You know, I mean, how many were, were you know balls off the helmet or you know stuff like that? So uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jalen, and he's still hot from last year. People are still talking about him, and this this Eagles team is 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 in everybody's mouth and in in everybody's conversation right now. Yeah, I think the toughest thing and why Jalen is second is because of the turnovers, right? He has yep. a lot of turnovers so far. If he didn't have those turnovers, he would be in the lead. So I think that's going to be tough. Um, the lucky thing we have is Patrick and Jalen are playing each other. Yep. The guy who outperforms the other guy may be the MVP this year. Battle of the MVP. That's that's what I think it comes down to. It's rare that you get that where the two guys face off each other and they can have an MVP like moment. That's what we're going to see. So late it's in be the Patrick season too. between yeah. Jalen Hurts late in the season. Who wins that game? Who balls out in that game? Will be the winner MVP. Um, again, that's that's a tough one. I already put money on Patrick, so I'm still gonna have to go with Patrick. <laughs> but I think Jill, I think Jalen Hurts may win the thing. So. But I got to hope for Patrick to do so because I already put money on Patrick to win another MVP. Listen, that's a wrap for the Sunday spread. Hopefully, you know, Dev gets us those stakes. Hopefully she <laughs> wins a, another anytime touchdown bet so we can have more stakes. But we're going to have all of that and more. So enjoy your Sundays. Enjoy your money. And make some money. And I hope the best for everybody. Once again, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks. This was the Sunday spread. This is the Sunday Spread with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell, on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.